Welcome to the Stuff and Junk Show, where we share our opinions on random subjects from interesting news, social topics, pop culture, our likes and dislikes, things you've seen, heard, or read to what we did, and what we do. You know, Stuff and Junk. Hello, my name is Albert. Hey now, it's Jaume. Hey now, it's John Mangas, new. Hey now. <laughs> you gotta mix it up, man. New year, new me. Who's this? <laughs> okay, actually, sure. Actually, it's probably to use the new year thing huh? it's already middle of march mm-hmm. uh what's his face uh so so a year ago you know there was a whole there was a whole craze of like toilet paper hoarding and paper towel hoarding mm-hmm. and all this stuff mm-hmm. my butt remembers it well how did your stock last oh it actually turned out to be it actually ended up being okay i remember at one point we did murder the murder we did buy toilet paper off our neighbor because mm-hmm. she texted us as hell i got extra uh, uh extra thing and then uh and then it just we occasionally we just every now and then we'll just find like you know a big giant pack you know, at costco or mm-hmm. grocery store so we it never got <laughs> if you're asking uh, it never got dangerously low if that's what you're asking yeah you know yeah, I mean? yeah my so, butt remained clean yeah same here i mean i was i was i was just like we re, <laughs> re uh stocking my my bathroom's toilet paper, and then mm-hmm. in, in my stock is still pretty significant, <laughs> right? And but the last time we bought any toilet paper or paper towels was like last mm-hmm. spring, like almost a yeah. year ago. So yeah. clearly, we we did we actually did buy enough, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, go figure, right? You should put you should put like a little marker, like a little tab on it. The the great toilet paper crisis of two thousand twenty. <laughs> I think when it we did belongs the- in a museum. I think when we did an episode last year, we we, we joked about how long our stock's gonna last, and I think, I, yeah, I think so. I think, I think our conclusion like was count. that Ruthie's didn't have that much. Uh, mm-hmm. I had I had a good amount, and mm-hmm. I don't remember what you got. But I think I like a month and a half left. I think that the math we're doing because mm-hmm. we literally did like how much roll we used per week or something right. like that, and we did some mathematics. There's a toilet paper calculator thing. Yeah, and also, did we mention at the time we we could just spend some money and bought some uh, baby wipes, right? Was was it a baby wipe baby wipe shortage? I forgot. There was a baby wipe shortage. Yeah. Oh. Because oh. remember there was can the whole you, thing. You get fancy. There was the whole thing where people were complaining, like, like stop buying our babies baby oh, wipes. That's right. Right. <laughs> yeah. New 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 parents were like, hey, I can't wipe my baby's butt. Stop, please. Exactly. Oh. Exactly. Oh, fun times. Five times, he says. All right. It's the 417th episode of the show. And as of this recording, it's currently 10 a.m., uh, March 24, 2021, in Taipei, Taiwan. And it's time to take a look oh. and see what's up. What's up to Ni Hao? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And now, now since you are from Taiwan, <laughs> I'm assuming you, you must have for recognizing. I'm, I'm assuming you must have heard of this story already. Okay. So so apparently, there's there's a restaurant over there. It's a it's a kaiten restaurant, a kaiten sushi restaurant, which means it's a conveyor belt sushi place. Okay, so it's not the to- it's not related to the the intro, like the toy the toy seat restaurant. We're not doing that yet. That's old news. That's old. News. I think we talked about that. That's yeah. like that's like, We're not about that's like a anymore. decade or so old. Uh, yeah. yeah, sushi right. sushi roll, the sushi roll restaurant, which is a kaiten sushi restaurant, the conveyor belt sushi mm-hmm. thingy. Yeah. They were doing a, a promotion that if you change your name to add salmon dream. Or oh, salmon right. in the name, I, yeah. They'll give mm-hmm. you like free free sushi, yeah, mm-hmm. right. And apparently, a lot of people were changing the name to salmon to the point where Taiwanese officials were saying, "Knock it off! Stop yeah. doing there's, it." There's no more fish left in the sea. You know how you know how uh, we're surrounded by ocean. Guess guess what, guys? 
no more fish in the ocean. Guys. No, no, no they're, they're complaining more about the paperwork because yeah. the paperwork no, requires so. to like to like get your name changed and then to change it back again because people are just doing it for this occasion. And, and uh, I, go on. I only read the headlines, but do you know how evolved it it, it, it is to change your name in Taiwan? Because here, yes, yes, I know. It's uh, it, well, I don't know how evolved it is, but I know you can only do it three times. Oh, okay. And right. there is a person who didn't realize they did it three times already. So he is stuck <laughs> with the name Salmon in his name. <laughs> but yeah, they were calling it like the like Salmon uh-huh. Chaos or something like that. Or sushi Chaos. Yeah. I mean, it's it's Taiwan. It's Chinese people. They shouldn't estimate uh, what length we'll go to for a bargain. You know what I mean? A deal's a deal, man. <laughs> uh, speaking of bargains... Um, mm-hmm. There's a company that will pay you $2,400 to stay away from screens for 24 hours. Will you be able to do that? Only for 24 hours, right? This is a bit of a tangent, but have you read uh, DC Comics, uh, like this miniseries, Deceased? Deceased is of DC. Yeah, DC. DC. (laughs) But yeah, it's very, very clever, DC. But but I've I've seen the promotions for it. I haven't read it. Do you know the plot of it? You know no, how the, uh, no, the zombie copulets come? It's actually, uh, uh, I don't think it's a big spoiler. I'll, I'll, it's not a big spoiler, but this is the, this is how. It just reminds me of that. Yeah, it actually, it's first through the uh, screens and stuff like that. Seriously? So it's like, yeah. It's like, do, they know, do these people know something that we don't? Do they read the same comic? Or, yeah. or they uh, read the Stephen, the Stephen King novel with that exact same plot. Oh, is it? Yeah. Is it Stephen? Oh, he, what's, what's the book He called? wrote a book, I think like, over a decade ago, I'm, oh, it was a long time. Okay, it, I think it was called the Cell. I could be wrong about that. Stephen, oh, huh. googling Stephen King cell, bitch. cell phone book. It's called Cell. Yeah, it's just called Self yeah. uh, Cell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but, so uh, you... oh, 2006, 2006. Mm, the, a, the story follows a New England artist struggling to reunite with his young son after mysterious mm-hmm. signal broadcast over the global cell phone yeah. network turns oh. the majority of his fellow humans into mindless, vicious animals. First of all, what are the chances of Stephen King writing a book with, when the practice is from New England? What are the chances? It's so rare, bro. Write <laughs> right what you know, right? <laughs> right yeah, you know. good lord. Just, just, call the, just call the character Stephen King. Just call it, just name it after yourself. But anyways. Yeah, but anyway. So, anyway, so this company. Your question, I, I can do it, but it will be under like extreme circumstances. You know what I mean? You have to give me a, a day's head start. So I, I have to go like isolate, you know? Something, I don't know. Get myself, check myself into a hotel without, you know, take the TV out, have books and stuff like that ready. Well, yeah. Some, if if books are if books are allowed, that. this is easy as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I can do. Yeah. I'm willing to step away from all my screens. Yeah. And this isn't just like, this is all screens: TV, cell phones, yeah, uh, yeah. tablets, and you know, what the, iPad. I get it. Yeah. 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 So yeah, twenty four hours is actually not that bad. Yeah, I I told I totally would do this. Twenty four hours is not bad. I may or may not have to go into my storage. And find certain magazines to see if they're still there. If you know what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> so, so wink, here's wink. what here's what they say. Okay, the, what do you get? Uh, the official title of 2021 Digital Detox Challenger in the U.S. Okay, mm-hmm. twenty four hundred dollars as payment for completing the challenge. A day without doom scrolling, bad internet memes, or zoom day. Okay, a save mm-hmm. to store your tech in twenty four hours. Uh, is that required? Oh, okay. can, I, can I just not yeah. touch it? Yeah, come on, honor system, guys. Have some trust. <laughs> and a two hundred dollar Amazon gift card to put together a techless survival kit. 
I don't even need that. I mean, I have books. I still have comic books. I can do 24 hours. You know, most of that 24 hours, I'll just be, I'll just be asleep. You know what I mean? So that's not that big deal. Yeah. Honestly, a real, cha- a real challenge would be like maybe uh, five days to a week. That's a real challenge. That's a real challenge, yeah. I, c- I can yeah. live without, without a day, but anything more than that, pushing it. <laughs> yeah. I, no, I, I think I've been, I mean, this, is, this might not be fair, but there's been times where I've gone to uh, uh, work out of town Mm-hmm. I've had to do like not really a day, but you know, hours at a time without looking at a computer screen or anything like that. It's, that's possible. You know? Yeah, totally possible. Yeah, as but as, as long as you're not working, four or five, yeah. four or five days is stretching it though. Yeah, as long as you're not working, you're fine. You know. Yeah. Yeah, but this was uh, this is in reviews.org, so I might go ahead and sign up if it's not if it yeah. isn't that hard. All right. Yeah, you do that. Uh, speaking of signing up, uh, you get a free Krispy Kreme original glazed donut. If you show yeah, that you this. were vaccinated, yay. yay! Yeah, I mean it's just one donut a day, but it's still one donut a day. Yeah, it's a, it's a, first of all, Krispy Kreme is out of control uh, near my house. Every time I drive past it, it's like the lines are like you know five, I mean six, seven cars deep and stuff like that. Yeah. I, it's too crowded. But so, anyway, so it's it, like it's like how it was in the in the late nineties, early two thousands again. Yeah, I, especially during the pandemic, I think for some reason. Some guy, some people got really into Krispy Kreme for some reason at, the, at that location. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but yeah, I, it's an interesting promotion. It's fine. Have you seen the Twitter post for this though? I mean, there were still people on on that are finding ways to complain that that this thing exists. Yeah, I know. I saw that. There's this one doctor, uh, this Asian doctor, unfortunately, that that was some, that was like being like real. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, just getting on his high horse about it. You know. Oh, he's being a party. Like, he was being a party pooper. You mean? Yeah, like you know how much sugar is in a you know, thing, blah, blah blah. It's like, oh, I'm down. It's just, a, it's actually a, 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 just a promotion by Chris Shame. It's fine. It's not like, you just ignore it. It's not yeah. that big a deal. And then, and then there are those people who are like, like, oh, so now you guys are discriminating against non-vaxxers. I mean, well, well. <laughs> oh yeah, I didn't think, I didn't think about that angle, but yeah, that's fine. Those, those people should be, those people should be shunned from society. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think it's, I think this is actually a good strategy for a lot of companies doing some kind of like. Uh, vaccine incentive mm-hmm. like like coffee mm-hmm. meat bagels is actually adding like vaccination statuses to their profiles you know it's a, it's a yeah. dating site thing so i mean this is good well, yeah. remember the government there was real out real progressives were even talking about like hey why don't we offer some uh re- what's it is it a rebate or i forgot what the term is but uh some, some money back for your taxes if you can prove that you got vaccinated that'd be nice yeah, yeah. a deduction or whatever you know what i mean something yeah. like that you know what i mean i'm all so, for that I, I would have done that, you know what I mean? But yeah, there was, there was early, ch- there was some chatter about that back in December, January, but I don't think it ever went anywhere. Yep. Well, if you don't have anywhere else to go, maybe uh, your bedroom will be enough. There's a woman who was, Wait, who finds, <laughs> this is my segue. This is my segue. This is my segue. What happened? This is my segue. There's a woman who finds, uh, in okay, she was cleaning the bed. She found a Krispy Kreme donut in her bed. What's going on here? How do we go? How do we make this transition? Just re- she was reorganizing furniture in her bedroom, and then she moved. Yeah. She moved a closet. I think it was a dresser or whatever, and she mm-hmm. found a manhole underneath it. A manhole, like a manhole. actual, like like a like a metal that those things that would like weigh like fifty pounds. Correct. Like what the hell oh, is a wow. manhole doing in my bedroom? Assuming this bedroom is in ground floor, right? Yeah. Um, so 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 it was peeking out like underneath the carpet kind of thing. So she found mm-hmm. that, and then oh, they, wow. they okay. opened up the carpet, opened up the mm-hmm. manhole, and then went inside. What did they find? A bomb shelter. Oh wow! She okay. found a bomb shelter in her bedroom. Oh wow! Okay. 
And not only that, but he had like some leftover food from long time ago. <laughs> so, oh, wow. so this is similar to the story, but the New York woman who found like another apartment behind her, yeah. her window, mm-hmm. her mirror kind of thing. So this one, she kind of automatically got a bomb shelter. That's kind of amazing. That's so wild. Yeah. So that was a really old house that must have changed a lot of owners at some point. Somebody just forgot about it. You right. know, wild stuff. Yeah. And how does, how does this, how does this fit back to Krispy Kreme though? You never, I never figured that out. He, I never uh, saw the connection. I think it was a sentence you said, and then it leaked out to the. Oh, I, I already forgot where the segue came from. You son of a bitch. That's, <laughs> what, that's, that's what I'm saying. Let's not force these transitions. Just, just go to the next story. It's fine. Speaking of son of a bitches. So USA Today, like, you know, mm-hmm. for, for fun, they did a whole DC versus Marvel thing. Who is the ultimate mm-hmm. superhero, right? Yeah, that's always fun. That doesn't that doesn't lead to any kind of but her feelings on, on the internet. That's of course. Like, yeah, so good. you so, yeah. you so you know they pick they pick like popular heroes from the movie stuff like Superman, sure. Star Lord, Marshall Manhunter, mm-hmm. Captain America, mm-hmm. Scarlet Witch, mm-hmm. Black Lightning, Iron Man, Cyborg. I'm familiar with the MCU and the DCU, yes. Thank right. you. So <laughs> so so they, they they had all that. Right, and um, mm-hmm. it it came down to okay on on one side it came down to Superman versus Wonder Woman, like Superman beat Batman, and then Superman, and then Superman versus Wonder Woman, and then Superman mm-hmm. Superman won that part, right? Mm-hmm. In the Marvel side, uh, Iron Man actually lost the first round. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, the Hulk lost the first round. You know, no, okay. so uh, Doctor Strange actually moved on, kind of thing, right? And this this and, is when you and when you say. And when you say move on, or what what's the thing? It's just like in a fight, or just popularity. Oh, it's like a it's like a like a March Madness kind of thing. It's a uh, yeah. It's like a March Madness, March Madness. Oh, so just popular, just popularity. They're not actually, you're not thinking like you're gonna win a fight. So it it came down to Superman versus Scarlet Witch. Oh, okay. That kind of that kind of makes sense. That's or it. because you know people have a short-term memory and so they live <laughs> in the moment. So and WandaVision just happened. You know what I mean? Right. So so and, basically, so in in the both camps, WandaVision was the big thing in the Marvel, and then now Snyder Cut is the big thing in the DC thing. So, but Scarlet Witch. I mean, yeah, popularity contest, but Scarlet Witch. Like seriously, she can take Superman. She, uh, the one thing that the uh, Superman has a uh, vulnerability on is the magic. And her thing is is Scarlet Witch hex magic, so yeah, chaos magic, yeah. Is that the criteria? I didn't read the criteria whether whether we're supposed to use like superhero logic to who <sighs> wins. I think but that's kind of, but that's kind of literally why I just asked you what, what was the criteria for them moving on. Is I, it like I, hypothetical I, pop- comic book fight? Or something? I thought it was just a popularity contest. If it's a popularity contest, then it should win because they've been around for like 70, 80 years. But like I said, people people live in the moment, and WandaVision is really popular. So people yeah. just people just voted for WandaVision. Yeah. I mean, I mean, in this bracket, they had Superman versus Star Lord in the first bracket. And also keep in mind, we're we're old farts. You know what I mean? Some there are people around that, you know. I guess. I mean, this is USA. Younger people. This is USA Today, so it's for the general oh, audience, right? The general yeah, audience. It's I'm, very broad. I'm pretty sure if this was sent towards like the geek community, the results mm-hmm. would be much different. But who knows? Maybe maybe everybody yeah. just loves Wanda Maximoff that much now. I'm sure if it was targeted at geek community, they would just mention they would probably just wrote in Scarlet, which is boobies. You know. <laughs> well, a female did win. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And uh, oh, speaking of speaking of standard cut, they uh, did you see the whole thing with Leslie Jones? She did like uh, 
uh, watch along. Remember watch along? She did too many of those posts. I couldn't. There were so many of them that came up. I, I didn't. I didn't get a chance to start. I was waiting for it to kind of finish up, but okay. I haven't seen them yet. But yeah, yes. I know we're talking about. Yeah, so she she did she did a, tw- a tweet along with uh, watching Sundercut, right? And mm-hmm. I, I like I love how she hashtag it hashtag long ass movie. <laughs> yeah, seriously, watch it in one sitting. Do you know? I watch it in one sitting. She's she saw it in one sitting too, I believe. Oh, did she? Oh, wow, she's better. Oh, actually, she's better. The way I would describe it is, I started watching it at roughly. Uh, 12 o'clock in the afternoon, mm-hmm. right? And, and you then, finished it 12 the next day. And then I, <laughs> I finished it at 5.30. It's a four-hour movie. Yeah. So the, question is, so the question is, why did it take me five and a half hours, five and a half hours to watch it? I don't know. You have a life. Take no, naps. Because, I, I because the first two hours was kind of boring. I was dozing off. I was literally yeah. dozing off. And I had and when, yeah. I, when I woke up, I go, oh, I got to rewind it now. <laughs> So, yeah. so I well, guess there, there was a lot of rewinding. <laughs> you literally fell asleep. I literally fell asleep. I had to keep rewinding in the first two hours. Let's <laughs> go to sleep. That movie wasn't even going anywhere. No, I mean, I fell asleep. It wasn't like I put myself yeah. to sleep. I, well, I, I did put myself to sleep and watching it, I guess, but I fell asleep. Obviously, the movie put you to sleep. I understand that. Yeah, the movie put me to sleep. It wasn't until the last two hours where I was just awake because the last two hours is the best part of the movie, right? But yeah, the first two hours was a slog for me. And I'm like, uh, yeah, but yeah. I believe I now finally in about two, I think two and a half sittings, I think. I watched it on off the first day, I think. Uh, uh, Not at midnight, but uh, that Thursday or something. And then I finished it like on Friday night or something like that. Yeah. I mean, to, to buy, we don't have Ruti on right now because I know Ruti really liked the movie. I mean, well, I like one of us. Well, I'm sure it's one of us should have. I, I like mean. I like the movie too. I thought it was a good movie. It was definitely better than the the Whedon cut version. But but <laughs> but this is this is like it could be better. It could have been like a nice refined three hour movie yeah. as opposed to the three and a half hours plus twenty minute upload. You know? I, I don't know. I I don't know. I I I just wanted more of the Icelandic women singing. And uh, drooling over his sweater, I, th- I think you can get more of that. More hot, do- more hot dogs in the face. That's more what I'm saying. Okay, okay, okay. I, I know, I know. Snyder did this like five years ago or when he filmed it or whatever. But, mm-hmm. but in the context of that Iris, the the Flash Iris scene, yeah, isn't it kind of creepy? Yeah, yeah. It's getting dra- <laughs> he that scene's getting dragged. You know, what I mean, there's a lot of things wrong with that scene. Like, first of all, invade. I mean, first of all, it's Ezra Miller. No, is it Ezra? Yeah, Ezra Miller, Miller right? Yeah, the whole the whole thing with him him uh, body slamming a, a fan. Yeah. You know, there's a whole thing about uh, touching a black woman's hair, or just t- touching any woman without permission, mm-hmm. without consent, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And there's and there's a hot dog in the face, mm-hmm. which is not. It's come on, man. It's like, come on. Yeah. And he, also, he puts the hot dog in his pocket, quote unquote, Jesus. pocket. I mean, yeah. come on, come yeah. on. And just as a cop, I even chimed in. My whole thing was like, "Why don't you check out on the on the?" It's like it's like a two person accident, and that's a big intersection. Why don't you uh, do your job, man? See if anybody else is hurt. That's yeah. all I'm saying. And first off, anyway, first off, why did his shoes blow up but not have the rest of his clothes? Secondly, he's super fast. Couldn't he open the door instead of breaking the glass? <laughs> I mean, he had enough time. Well, I mean, hold on a sec. Just look at it this way. He had ten seconds, okay, from from the time he started to the time he rescued her. Mm-hmm. How come you allocate, uh, what do you call it, the last eight seconds to just staring at her? You know what Correct. I mean, just staring, touching Correct. her, and stuff like that. 
and you could do all that, but you could allocate some time in the beginning, just like open the door, you know, put your shoes on. I don't know. What, I don't know what's going on. It's just wild stuff, man. It, it, it's just, it's, yeah. it's not for me. Yeah. yeah. It, anyway, I, a Snyder Cut review, unless we're going to do one, but it's, not. it's not for me. Yeah. Like I said, I like the movie, but there's so much I can nitpick. So much I can yeah. nitpick. All right. And that's what's up. All what's right. Up? Thanks for listening. My name is Albert. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Albert5x5. This is John. You can find me on Twitter, J-I-A-M-I-N-G-L-O-U. Music has been provided by the White Access. Contact info, ways to support us, and everything else can be found on whoatworstway.com as well as the show notes. Before we go, John Ming, give the listeners a recommendation. I recommend a Netflix documentary that was released last year or shot toward the end of 2019, 2020, right before the pandemic. Can I guess? Can I guess? Can I guess? Can I guess? Of course. Yeah, you know what it is. The Last Blockbuster. The Last Blockbuster. And it is found on Netflix, so it's easy to find. It's basically what the the title of the movie is. It's about the last (laughs) blockbuster in Bend, Oregon. And it does a little about it's obviously about that store, how how it's operating, how they're surviving. But it also gives you a, a, a little bit of a history of how uh, Blockbuster, where it was at its apex, had nine thousand stores. It was sold to I want to say Viacom, I think, for eight point four to where it is right now, where there's like only one store left in Oregon. It's a it's interesting. It's a fascinating documentary about you know how we how I got there, and it's also put a. And more than anything else, it's a real throwback to uh, uh, '90s kids and nostalgia and stuff like that. Do you, do you think anyway. the Do you think the uh, what do you call that the the Gen Z kids of today will relate, or will they see this as a historical artifact of the past? Jabeng? Oh, I lost you. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Okay. Hold on a second. I got. I'll call you back. All right, Albert, edit this. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, no more editing, right? I'm just gonna leave it off at this. Okay, this was episode 417 of the Stuff and Junk Show. Thanks for joining us. Until next time, this has been a podcast on the Who at Worst Wine Network. <laughs>